Hey, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We are two best friends passionate about having real conversations about where real life meets the gospel. Meet us here every Tuesday as we go to God's Word about different topics we all face. No matter if you're in the car or doing laundry around the house, we hope that you feel like you're sitting right across the table from us enjoying your Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Yes, girl. We would so love if y'all would take the time to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget about our free resources on our Instagram and at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. Um, If you've been listening, we have been so excited to have this guest on, if you listened to last week's episode. Um, Our dear friend Whitney Simpson is on the podcast today. Hello, Whitney. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. (laughs) We absolutely need a round of applause. Um, We actually have quite literally phoned Liz in. Um, the level of fancy that Chosen Girl is right now is that I'm holding a phone up to a microphone. It's pretty great. And we're just making it work. I love that. So, um, Whitney, tell us a little bit about yourself, girl. Well, thank you. Uh, I, goodness, where do you start? So, in life, um, I am a mom of an almost 18-year-old, very soon. Almost an empty nester, Mm -hmm. girl. Almost empty nester. Married to my best friend for 20, I don't know, two-ish years. Um, From the good state of South Carolina, but I've been a Tennessean longer than I've been a South Carolinian. So I'm your neighbor here. Yes, you're a native already. And um, my passion and my call is spiritual formation and embodied spirituality, which is inviting people to use their whole selves, their whole bodies to connect with God. I'm trained as a yoga teacher and a Christian spiritual director, and I get to lead retreats and write books and record prayer podcasts and just do really amazing, very cool work. Um, It's an honor and a privilege, and I work across denominational lines with all different types of churches and organizations. My background is both in the Baptist and the Methodist church, so I've got a little bit of this and that. And uh, it just invites me into working with people, whether they've known God all of their life or not, yeah. um, to invite them into using their bodies for how they could do that. And this was an accidental calling. Um, <laughs> I love those. <laughs> so I never in a million years thought when I was a little girl that I would be a yoga teacher. Um, and a, Well, I might have thought I wanted to be a writer because my very first book is in the shape of a panda bear. I still have it. It's held together Aww. by yarn, and I wrote it when I was, like, in the third grade. Whitney. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I do have my first, first non-published book still. I might have thought there was some <laughs> glimpse of being a writer one day. Um, and I think I knew that God was calling me in ministry, but, but my background in college was communications, and I was in nonprofit work. Um, until my early 30s when I woke up on my 31st birthday and had uh, been paralyzed on the left side of my body. Mm. I couldn't move my arm, my leg, um, 
very short story to, or the very short version of a quite long story mm-hmm. is I had had a stroke and was two days later um, having brain surgery to get back literally on my feet and function in life again. So it was that crisis and that health crisis that invited me into a whole new new way of being with God. Wow. Um, And something now I'm really passionate about sharing others, um, sharing with others, is that we can be with God right here in our very own bodies no matter what we're in the middle of, no matter what's happening, no matter what we do or don't have control of. Yes. Um, and I had loved, I grew up in the church, being there every time the doors were open. And then when this happened, everything changed. I was having severe anxiety attacks. I had a, you know, almost two-year-old at the mm. time. And um, so it just shifted. And I, I went through this almost faith crisis of like, do I have to go to church to meet God? And there was this whole new level of discovery that occurred when I opened myself up to, you know what? Like, God is right here in my house, and God is right here in my kitchen, and God is right here in my car, and at the doctor's office, and on my yoga mat. So that's how this accidentally happened. Girl. And let me just say, you steward everything that that God has placed on your plate so well. Thank you. Um, I was so excited to introduce you that I really didn't even do your introduction justice. Y'all, Whitney (laughs) is an author. We're actually neighbors. We live down the street Mm -hmm. from each other. Um, And she has a yoga studio right around the corner for my small business as well. So we are very we're like <laughs> near. Yes, we are, and like passing ships because For we're sure. always doing our thing. And I'm like, hey, there's Sarah. Yes, <laughs> and I had the pleasure of meeting her at my dear friend Joy Pine's open house. What was that? Maybe five years ago. Yeah, I did my book launch that night. Yes, yeah, holy listening. That was, that was the book launch. That's when we met. Yes, that's where we met. I immediately just fell in love with your story, and I, I was just like, hi, what is this book? Mm-hmm. I remember meeting you so distinctly that night where we were standing and everything but um gosh that's been five years I cannot believe that (laughs) what has happened (laughs) I think I've just lost the last two I know we all have so so there you go well something profound about Mm -hmm. what God has done in your life about the realization of God being God with us and you realizing Mm -hmm. that with your struggle and I'm so sorry for what happened um, when you were 32, but I'm, I'm also so inspired by what God has brought out of it. Thank you. Um, you know, that you're te- telling me, us. I've had somebody ask me the question of what's the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. And yeah. you would think I would tell the story of waking up on my birthday and being paralyzed, <laughs> but yeah. no, I mean, in so many ways, that's the best thing that's happened to me because I mean, God just changed the course of my life. And yes, it was hard. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, and I'm really grateful. I had a partner and a spouse who, um, was able to 110%, you know, do the grocery shopping and care for our kid and, um, Mm -hmm. do all the things. I, I don't know what I would have done without that support. Um, it strengthened us. It aged us. We're like 70 now. We're not really 40. <laughs> We're not really 46. We're actually 76 um, in our actions and how we live and, and how we make decisions. I do think your listeners, this resonates with everybody I share my story with, is that anytime you go through a crisis, 
especially a crisis that's life or death, for you or someone you care about, it changes the way you see things. And it, it invites you to just really, like, change your perspective and, and be present and yes. notice God in the place you are right now and make the most of it. Um, can you tell us how going through that crisis and going through, I mean, not only was it probably mental and emotional trauma that you were facing, um, I mean, being 32 years old. It was 31, but you're oh, very close. 31. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, okay. You literally just said that. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so, and how that changed your your view of God. I'm sure that it was ever-changing through so many stages of that. So I'm sure, I don't know if you guys have talked about, like, the concept of deconstruction, but this concept of, like, everything people told you you should know about God and then what you actually believe about God, right? Yes. So nothing changed. I don't... I don't say that I believe any differently in the Jesus pictures of my Sunday school days in Mm -hmm. childhood. I still see that loving, adoring Jesus, but I meet that Jesus in a more personal way and a less, Mm -hmm. um, a less like legalized way. Yeah. And so now it's like, I took, I took that time because I was forced to, you guys. That's the other thing. People give me credit for something that I did not choose. Right. (laughs) I didn't choose to slow down. I didn't choose to not be able to multitask. I mean, that's a genuine side effect. After you've had brain surgery, they cut your nerves. They cut in Mm -hmm. to get into your head. All the things are not firing, okay? They're not reconnecting. And so it took me months to be able to have a conversation and, like, put food on my plate at the same time. Wow. I still can't talk on the phone and drive. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) If it makes you feel better, I'm not any good at that either. I don't think any of us really should be doing it, but um, it's really hard to multitask. And so what what I may get credit for of like, wow, you met God in a new, intimate, personal way wasn't because I chose it. Mm -hmm. It was because I didn't have a choice. Was I going to turn my back on God and say, well, oh, well, I can't go to church, so I'm just not going to read my Bible, and I'm just going to, you know, forget about everything I was told I had to do to be the right kind of Christian. Um, No, I'm going to, like, lean into this. And in many ways, I think the pandemic and the lockdown time Mm -hmm. was, for me, very familiar. Because when I couldn't drive and I couldn't leave my house and I couldn't go anywhere, I had to, like, draw in and meet God there. And so I think we've all been given a chance to do that. Some of us are fighting it. Some of us are mad about it. Some of us are rebelling against it and angry. And others of us have taken this to be like a respite of how can I do life a little differently and how can I meet God in this place? So it's encouraging to me that God gives us what we need if we're willing to accept it. Right. You know, that's good, Whitney. But I don't take credit for slowing down on purpose. It took a pretty big crisis <laughs> and yeah. a big life change to be able to do it. And so when people do it on their own, I think that's pretty remarkable. For sure. What advice would you give? I'm just going to hit you with a bunch of questions. Mm, I love but you it. have such wisdom <laughs> to share. Um, what advice would you give to someone maybe entering into a crisis or having Mm. trouble swallowing 
you know, maybe being a victim of circumstance to get to the mindset that you had with leaning in? Yep. That's a great question. I really think, you know, that wrestling in the Bible and Jacob's story of wrestling and and we know what wrestling feels like, right? Mm-hmm. We know what it feels like to fight against something we don't want. We know what it feels like to to beat our head up against a wall and kick our feet. I mean, if you have a toddler, you can see it. If you've seen a toddler, you know what it looks like so to have true. a temper tantrum, right? And so if we can reframe and say, okay, I feel the temper tantrum happening. (laughs) I feel it coming on. I don't like this place. I didn't choose it. I don't love it. How can I reframe in this moment? And so for me, that has been meditation, um, essential oils, real crunchy things. I love it. Just really things that are like inviting me to be in the now, to be in this moment right here, not arguing with the one I've been dealt, but just, mm. okay, I'm going to be right here for 60 seconds. I didn't pick it. I'm going to breathe. Um, So I'd say presence, just being present in where you are instead of fighting it. I think that takes the mindset mindset shift Mm -hmm. into a whole new place. Don't fight it. Don't wrestle. And just choose to be present in what God has given you. That is such good advice. I've got a a follow-up question because that is literally such good advice. how do you know if you're fighting it? Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we get so locked into the motion of the ocean and what's happening in our own lives that we don't even realize that God's calling us to something and we are prioritizing the world yes. around us above his calling. Yeah, that's a great question. There's this yogic concept of like being in trance, uh, you know, where you, you know, like you go through your day and then you don't even remember turning at the stop sign to get home or opening the garage door or like, did I turn the stove off? (laughs) (laughs) Me every day. Um, So when we live in a trance, we are like thinking about the next thing. And I think we live in a culture that's constantly teaching us to think about okay, what am I going to say when she asked that question before she's even asked it, right? Right. Or what am I going to do five years from now? You know, we were joking. We don't know what we're going to be doing next month, let alone next year. For sure. The way life is. Mm -hmm. Being present is really the key, I think, and letting go of this trance state that um, culture has invited us to do, um, it happens with phones in our hands. I mean, and I'm guilty. I'm not, I'm not telling you I've got it figured out. I'm saying it's a constant practice to come back into the present, to be here right now, to look you in the eyes while we're talking and not daydream into the next place because I'm an Enneagram 4. <laughs> I'm a wing four girl. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so I'm all, I'm all up in my feelings. And to practice being present right now, I think, and to reject the trance or to notice it. Like the first step, Liz, in what we, how do we get out of it is noticing it. So Mm -hmm. if you've gone through your day and you're like, oh my goodness, 
I hadn't taken five deep breaths or five sips of water (laughs) all day long. What that first step does isn't beat yourself up and say, oh my gosh, I've messed up all my habit trackers. (laughs) You know, (laughs) right? (laughs) No, it's actually like, well, guess what? You just did. You just noticed that you haven't been present today. And so how can we pause right now, take a deep breath, and be present? Mm -hmm. You know, I I think that the thing that I love about Jesus and that I love about, you know, even just the things that you're, the principles that you're talking about now is how practical they are. Yes, and guess what? (laughs) This is how Jesus lived. Yes. He said, like, come away with me. He drew in the sand. He drew in the sand. He played. He, you know, he wandered in the wilderness. (laughs) He sat in the garden. He sat at the feet of his, you know, followers and let them love on him and he loved on them. Yes. He was present more than he was anything else. We, we tend to focus on a lot of the other, um, you know, the rules and the, Uh, this is what we should do and this is what we shouldn't do, like drink your water and do your push-ups, right? Mm -hmm. We get, not that Jesus said that, but you know (laughs) what I mean. We tend to get sidelined, I think, on this legalistic, what Christianity looks like. And Jesus wasn't legalistic. He was like the opposite of that. He was Mm -hmm. present and passionate and like he just, I could see him saying, let's sit here and take a deep breath. Yes, you're right? so right. Yeah. If you study his actions and his character, yeah, that is so in character for Jesus, yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> New t-shirt idea. Yeah. Jesus there's, is my hero. <laughs> there's actually a yoga, Christian yoga t-shirt that says Jesus is my guru. Because, <laughs> you know, in some yogic philosophies, like you have a guru. And I believe that if there's any human that you're, is your guru, you should like step back and check in. Other than Jesus, obviously. For sure. Well, he was God. <laughs> but he yeah. was, you know, yes. so Jesus, Jesus is my guru. I love that. So in the present or in the spirit of talking about being present and slowing down, let's talk about your podcast. Yes. I would first like to say thank you. This podcast, I'm going to start crying. Oh. <laughs> this podcast got me through a lot last year. Um, the Chosen Girl fam knows that anxiety is not a stranger mm-hmm. to myself and so many, mm-hmm. so many of our friends. Um, probably other than relationship advice, anxiety mm-hmm. and worry and mm-hmm. fear are the other three most requested topics to talk about. And we typically have to cover them once a season. We're in our fifth season of the podcast and people are like, can you help me? Mm. (laughs) And I'm like, we all need help with this. And thank you for, for bringing such peace through your words and through your um, gift of helping people pause like you were talking about. So um, her podcast is Exploring Peace Meditations. You can find it wherever you listen. Yep, wherever you're hearing subscribe us now. Right now. So yes, <laughs> subscribe, like, follow, comment, all of it. <laughs> but Thank you but guys. tell us how that came about and and what what's your what 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 is Exploring Peace Meditations? I don't even know if you know how it came about. I we don't didn't talk about this. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so Exploring Peace is the 
is the name of my ministry business, the larger name, um, that came to me 11 years ago. This is 2021, right? That's correct. Yes. (laughs) So in 2010, I started a blog. And it was called Exploring Peace, or it's still there, exploringpeace.com. I did not know that. You can go to exploringpeace.com and read 11 years worth of rambling thoughts from Whitney. I would love that. Um, (laughs) If you want to see growth, go back to the very first one and then (laughs) We feel the same way. We're like, we're never listening to our first podcast. No, no, (laughs) never. (laughs) So the blog's 11 years old. Okay. And Exploring Peace started when I began my training in spiritual direction and retreat leadership. When I really sat down and said, what is it I'm doing? I came to the conclusion that that's what God was calling me to. Exploring what peace looked in my life, looked like in my life. Not not like perfection or figuring it all out. Peace Mm -hmm. doesn't mean, have you seen that little anonymous quote that's, Oh, I'm going to get it wrong. Peace isn't this place of, oh, I'm going to have to pull it up and say it right. But it's this (laughs) all about peace isn't having it all figured out. It's about still being calm in our hearts amidst the chaos of life. Amen. I have a magnet and it's really good. But anyway, we'll we'll go there. (laughs) Um, So exploring peace began as I was starting the seminary work and diving into my own spiritual formation because the prayer that came to me the day of my stroke while I was in that MRI mm. was, Jesus, give me peace. Oh, Whitney. And I prayed that for mm. two hours. Because mm. 16, 15, well, oh, 16 years ago this December, MRIs were a lot louder and a lot longer than they are now. <laughs> and yeah. so I was in yeah. there for like two hours. Wow. And I just prayed, Jesus, wow. give me peace. Jesus, give me peace. Jesus, give me peace. And so what the next you know, decades since then, well, 16 years since then that's followed and the decade of the blog has been, what does it look like to get that peace and mm-hmm. to explore it and to live it? So Exploring Peace began as a blog. And then from that, the ministry evolved. Of course, I've got private sessions and I meet with people on, online and in person and do do all of that soul care work mm-hmm. as well as retreats and all that's through Exploring Peace and, and the local studio here. And then beyond that, I started having students say to me at the end of class, um, hey, could I have a copy of that prayer that you read over us? Mm-hmm. And I would pause and look at them and be like, well, no, because I just made that up in my head. (laughs) Oh, Whitney, that is such a gift. (laughs) And they would say, oh, wow, I wish I could record it and put it in my pocket. I had two or three people say that to Mm -hmm. me in a row. And so I started listening. And again, this is, you guys, it's that fine line between, oh, people think I'm great. I'm going to get a big head. Whoa, (laughs) alert, watch out. Versus, I'm not good enough to do this. I Mm. could never record those things. They're not worth anything. And while I went between those two thoughts in my mind, God said, stop Mm -hmm. and do what I'm asking you to do. And so as I got more and more requests and it started happening more frequently, I took that as God's sign for me to say, 
maybe you should have this in people's pockets. Maybe it would be a gift that you could give the world that would cost them nothing. Yes. And that they could take five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever that one is, and they could go in their closet if they've got, you know, kids pulling at their <laughs> pants strings <laughs> or hide in the bathroom or sit in their car yes. on their lunch break and put their earbuds in and just be and breathe and learn how to meet God in their bodies because we haven't been taught that. Um, yes. I love the church. I'm For sure. I'm connected with the church. I'm a deaconess in the United Methodist Church, so I, I'm not saying the church isn't... Um, important it is. I'm saying not even the church has been taught how to do this. Mm -hmm. We've Mm -hmm. skipped over this embodied place and forgotten that Jesus was an embodied person just like us. And so I think my call now is to empower people and to empower groups and to empower the church and our leaders to say, hey, look, God can meet us right here as close as our breath. And we can do that individually, yes, which is important for slowing down our minds and being present. But we're also doing it communally when we do it through community, like Exploring Peace is doing this now. Um, So we have just hit... So, okay, so this is a really long answer to your question. No, I'm here for it all. (laughs) I'm here for all of the words. Yes. So... Fast forward, I finally said yes. I literally got a microphone on Amazon, opened up my laptop, Googled how to record a podcast. Yes. (laughs) And sat in my closet, which is where I still record. I have a closet in our extra bedroom. Sat in the closet, hit record, and just started. Because, you know, we can listen to God and hear God nudge us to do something and we can try to get it perfect and we can have anxiety about it and we can worry about it or we can just jump in. Amen. And what's the worst thing? Like, my audio is not perfect. Right. Yeah. Somebody makes fun of me. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody, (laughs) Somebody makes fun of me or says my accent's too Southern or whatever. Um, any of those things could happen. But if I say yes to God and I sit down in my closet and hit record and then this miracle started happening, people started listening, people started sharing it, people started sending me messages saying, I can't tell you how much this has helped me. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know I could meditate. I didn't know how to. I thought it was wrong. I was intimidated by Mm -hmm. it. Um, I just needed somebody to be a safe person to start with. Oh, and it's so, um, it's so spirit led, but it's, you help fill in the gap of where our minds would wander in meditation. And that's where I was. I was very intimidated. Um, and I encourage you guys, please go download the podcast. Um, it's such a gift that you have Whitney to incorporate scripture and truth of the Bible, and you're really instructing us how to pray. It, it is a guided, it truly is guided prayer. It is. It's guided prayer meditation, and that's what I say, there because there's different prayers for using your imagination. It's really impacted by a variety of different um, ways that I've been taught to pray and things that I've learned in my own prayer journey and my own training and it's not one way to pray. That's one thing that I really 
love offering people is helping them discover what do they love, you know? Mm-hmm. Do they love the prayer of examine? Do they love Lexio Divina? Do they love breath prayer? Do they think guided meditation it just takes them to a really super cool place to meet Jesus? Uh, do they relax best with yoga nidra? All of those are on the podcast, and if you know none of what I just said, it's okay. All you have to do is hit play, and I will walk you through it. I feel called very much to the beginner, the person that Mm -hmm. is intimidated or overwhelmed, because that's where I was. Mm -hmm. So now here's the crazy cool thing. This was, oh, there are 67 episodes. I did take a pause this summer. Um, I lost my dad and my grandmother in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And I felt it was the right thing for me to do to honor a pause. Thank you. But I honored a pause. Just felt God nudging me to do that. And then have returned. So we're at 67 episodes. So there are 67 different ways you can pray with me on the podcast. And we just hit 29,200 downloads, mm, which is Lord. so cool. That is such a gift. And wow. that just shows it's just so cool. how many of us need what yeah. God has, has put on your heart to offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to, to tell our followers, as if you need any more of a plug to, to uh, dip your toes into what Whitney has to offer with Exploring Peace Meditations and her ministry, um, your prayers have been something that I can easily grasp onto and remember. Mm. And I love how, you know, the verse in the Bible that says pray continually. Yes. You know, pray without ceasing. Yeah, and I always thought... Okay, I need to find a place through my day yep. to be like, dear mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, yeah. get get down on my knees, fold my hands, and and of course, little yeah. Sunday Sunday school girl Sarah, you know, that's again, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with no. the church. There's nothing wrong with Sunday school, but it is so amazing to realize how versatile it's not Jesus the only is. way. Yes, and how He wants to meet you where you are. And yes. I think of your prayer all the time: the breathe in. Jesus, draw me close, yep, yep. and then breathe out closer, Lord, to you. Mm. And um, that helps me every time I feel anxious, Whitney. Oh, and so, friends, Sarah. if you mm. are with me and with all of us, and life just gets heavy, even yeah. sometimes lately, I don't know if you ever have annoying anxiety. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I can give you logical, realistic facts yep. that would tell you I do not need to be anxious about this right. like I know for a fact everything's going to be okay right however I'm so anxious about x y or z yep. something so small that yep. I hurt someone's feelings right. or whatever and if you just take a moment to shed light on that our Jesus bodies me close. <laughs> so Sarah it's amazing because our bodies and I think as a stroke survivor and a, a person who's had brain surgery I have a greater appreciation for the magnificence of our brains um, because I truly knows what it, know what it feels like to like not be able to take that for granted, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But yoga as a science, like if you read studies from the bigwigs, I mean Mayo Clinic and John Hopkins and all these places, they tell us that yoga in and of itself the practice of yoking together your breath, your body, and your spirit is transformational for your brain. I believe those of us that are Christians, those of us that have something that we um, 
cling to as Jesus for me. So I cling to Jesus. That's my spirituality. That's who gives me hope. Mm-hmm. It's so much. It, I've already got that that um, that piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes to yoga for the first time and they're like, "Okay, I'm just making shapes with my body. What's the point?" Right. <laughs> but if you have any connection with something greater than yourself, and for me, that's Jesus, then there's this whole like element to um, grasping the concept of yoga meditation, Mm -hmm. it makes it so much easier because we're not just in our heads. We can tell ourselves, okay, anxiety, yes, you're real. (laughs) I'm not arguing with you, but I got Jesus. So I'm going (laughs) to pause and breathe and then reset my neuro, my neuro system, you know, my nervous system. Absolutely. Um, Because if we scientifically, that's where I was going, scientifically, those of us with an ability to connect spiritually to something greater than ourselves, Mm -hmm. we've got a head start on resetting our nervous systems. Wow. So that's why you see statistics like people who go to church are happier or people who read scripture have a greater, you know, immune response. I mean, there are real studies out there that say these things. We're resetting our nervous systems every time we practice a spiritual discipline. Yes. Every time. If we come into the present and give our bodies that space. So, anyway, I could go on for days. I'm working on my um, next level of yoga teacher training. So, I've my yoga teacher training came after my training in spiritual direction and retreat leadership. And I literally looked in the mirror after I finished my seminary program and went, Oh crap. <laughs> Did I get this wrong? I'm supposed to be a yoga teacher? Like No way. Have you ever get out of here? You know what I mean? I know School exactly. teacher to business yes, owner. I know. You know. I think all the time, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yes. This was not the plan. Yes. So I think when it's not the plan, and you asked me before we started recording, don't you love your job? And I said, I do, but it's hard. Oh, yes. Because it's not my natural, like, I was not born to do this, to, to be a yoga teacher. Yes. Um, I'm not wired naturally that way, and so it's extra work. Isn't God funny? <laughs> God is hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, you just made this extroverted Enneagram 4 teach quiet meditation? yes yeah there's so much irony but so the podcast when you were talking about the breath prayers those what's cool is when I started recording and I didn't know what to do I just started using my book and we didn't name name it earlier so I'm going to tell you guys the title it's called holy listening with breath body and the spirit Mm -hmm. and Sarah you know this because you've seen it but it's got 40 themes and 40 days that have a scripture passage, two yoga postures, a breath prayer, an essential oil, aromatherapy scent, and then journaling and reflection questions. And so I just started recording the Lexio Divina passages, which Lexio Divina is just Latin for sacred reading. That's all it means. And it's listening to scripture in a slow, meditative, formational way, instead of what we've often been taught, which is an informational way yes it's not one or the other you need both it's just one way to listen to scripture so 
I started recording the Lectio Divina passages and the breath prayers on the podcast. So what you hear on the podcast, a lot of it is directly from the book. So if you have Holy Listening with Breath, Body, and the Spirit, and you want to listen to this, the pieces of the book, a lot of them are recorded. Wonderful. So, you can perfect. find the book anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, Amazon, of course. But also, like, you can order it through... It, it was on... And I haven't looked lately. Um, but it was on all major retailer websites, uh, Target.com and those. It may not be anymore. It may... Because it's uh, five years now, Sarah. Wow, I know. Um, 18, 19, 20, 21. Well, two seven. 2017. So four We're going years. on five. We're going on five. Four yes. years. Um, but anyway, if you just Google it, you can also find links at my website, exploringpeace.com, but it's on all the places you would probably have on your phone, like the big box <laughs> Amazon guy. I know that we're running out of time, and we're so thankful for your time to sh- just sharing yes. your testimony and everything. But... Give us an update on, obviously, you're no longer paralyzed on yeah. behalf of your body. And Thank what you is Lord. the future for your ministry? Mm. So tell us kind mm. of the conclusion, not conclusion, the, on, the ongoing. Da, da, da. <laughs> yes. Well, let's ask God. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but we, I did want I our followers to know that she is no longer yes, paralyzed. I am not. <laughs> so I have full function of my whole body. I do have some chronic pain, which is why I practice yoga regularly. I don't, I, I can't give myself enough credit to say that um, I would be as disciplined as I have been if it hadn't have been such a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual respite for mm, me. Yeah. Um, but my life without a regular yoga practice is a hot mess. <laughs> so, so yoga and meditation have been pivotal in my past 16 years um, and have changed my life, truly. And from there, I've said yes to this thing called leading retreats and owning a small business that offers both in-person and online yoga classes now. So I actually, if somebody wants to practice yoga online with me, they can totally do it, which is kind of fun. Um, So the podcast has a small community where we gather and you can join that space for less than a fancy cup of coffee a month. Um, We connect there. We communicate. We pray for each other. Um, I get my best feedback on the podcast from, from those listeners who tell me what they want to hear. And, uh, so that space is there, um, which God has led us to through the pandemic, um, because my in-person retreat stopped. And so I hope, here's the answer to your question. I think, (laughs) I hope the in-person retreats will return, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. So right now, I'm trying to be obedient to the people God has right in front of me. And that's by continuing to record this podcast and offer it as a gift to the world. And then by continuing to serve my yoga students and my spiritual direction clients, both in person here at the studio and online afar. Cause I have, I have clients in Germany. Um, wow. you know, I've got, wow. I've got clients all over the world. They're not just God. right here. Um, so just trying to be obedient to that. But the fun thing <laughs> that's coming is book number two will be out next year. We're so excited for you. <laughs> so you guys, Advent 
2022. Oh, we love Advent. We're going to have a whole body, a, a, a devotional for your whole body, like embodied spirituality. I can't, I can't, it's a secret. So I can't <laughs> say the title yet, but it's getting closer. I mean, the book's written, but my publisher's working on some titling and other things. Um, it's going to have full color, beautiful art in the oh. book for visual reflection and prayer. I know it's going to be so I'm special. Just so excited. So that is coming. So book release next year and then just try to be present, you guys. I'm just, I'm going to try to be present and see what exploring peace what God wants exploring peace to be. That sounds like a super cheesy answer. And no, I, I completely resonate, yes. But the pandemic and this past couple years, you know, forced business closure, the things that shifted so dramatically, took my five-year vision board and threw it out the window. I completely get it. <laughs> completely get it. And now I think that was just another lesson in letting go um, and trying to lean in to be as present with God as I possibly can to offer people what they need in a hurting world and help them explore the peace that God offers them with their whole selves. Thank you for your obedience. Hmm. It's helping people. Thank you, guys. It's helping me. Yes. Thank y'all. And just know, like, I don't, you know, I've got, I teach, I've got a series coming up at the studio for stress relief and anxiety, and I don't teach those things because I've mastered them. Mm -hmm. I teach them because I need them too. Yes. And so we can't live in this place of like, you know, I've got it all figured out. No. We've got to lean in, say yes to God, and be present in the process. That's my invitation to you. I think you guys are doing it. You're being present, you're leaning in, and if you can just, every time that anxiety comes up, if we can stop wrestling with it, just like we talked about earlier, and just say, okay, anxiety, what are you trying to teach me? Yeah. What do you want me to hear? Um, and then be present, be present in it. So that's our takeaway today, I guess. Be present. That is so good, Whitney. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been such a blessing to my, just to my day. And I know it's going to be to others too. Well, I'm honored to be here with you guys and to be able just to talk real talk about the journey and the spiritual journey. And, and we don't have to have it all figured out. We just keep going together. I'm so thankful we don't have to have it all figured out. Yes. Because I'd be very behind. Right? (laughs) Yes. And if anybody tunes out right now because they're like, well, I've got it all figured out. Well, be careful of this. You're right. <laughs> you know? Pride comes before a fall. You're sure right. Does. But Whitney, um, thank you so much for your story, for sharing it so vulnerably with us. I'm sure that, I mean, I know that it's probably been a long time coming with healing and mm. with learning. And we can learn so much from your story. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, please download her podcast. You can also explore more in Exploring Peace yep. by becoming 
a member mm-hmm. of her. What would you call it's it? Called the the, community? It's called the Peace Seekers Community. <gasps> that is wonderful. Yeah. So exploringpeace.com. If you click on community, you can find Peace Seekers. If you click on podcast, you can find the free podcast. If you click on blog, you can find my horrible writing from 11 years ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think that's something that we can all, you know, believers, non-believers, people who yes. are baby Christians, and yep. people who have been Christians for 50 years yep. who are listening we all want peace. We do. And we're all looking for it. We do. And, and God offers it. <laughs> I hope, and I know we're done and we could talk for days, but we I really could. hope that what I offer, this gift of peace, that it does resonate with people no matter where they are on their journeys. Because oh, for sure. It's not, you don't have to have figured it out or know or understand or get it. But if you feel like you are also... You've done the same thing for 50 years and you want to explore something different, then this is also this invitation to explore peace with your whole body in a different way for most people, most of us. So, well, thank you so much, friend. Thank you. We love you. So, thank so you. Yes. I'm honored to uh, be part of y'all's journey. We are honored. Uh, hey, we're honored to be able to glean from what wisdom you have gained and what just your, I guess I almost call it like a, enlightening Mm -hmm. of God doesn't have to be put in a box. Exactly. Yes. And it took me a crisis to figure that out in the 16 years that followed. So if you can do math, you know, I'm about to have my 47th birthday. So December 14th was the anniversary of that stroke. And yeah. So, you know, it's taken me 16 years since then to really, and I'm not saying I have it figured out. I'm still on the journey, but I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that God gives us an opportunity to think outside the box and um, live with God each and every day and every moment that we've been given, no matter matter where we find ourselves. Amen. Amen. Well, that's all, guys. I just feel so good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Liz, do you got anything else, girl? Y'all. I'm just like sitting here in awe. It's it's, it's praise God. That's all I got. That's praise all we got. Sweet. Thank y'all. Well, thank you guys for I listening. Told, yes, thank y'all so much. Yes, please follow Whitney. You can find her on social media platforms, yep. on podcasts. Her book is on Amazon and all mm-hmm. places that sell books. Most places that sell books online. Holy Listening with Breath, Body, and the Spirit by Whitney R. Simpson. Mm-hmm. And you can also find her website, which is exploringpeace.com. And then my personal or my um, profile on most places is Wit R. Simpson. Wonderful. Yeah. So I look forward to meeting you guys. Or I mean, not you, but everybody (laughs) listening. I know you. Neighbor, sister, friend. (laughs) Yes, neighbor, sister, friend. But we love you, friend. Oh, my gosh. I just stuttered so bad. It's because I just realized the heat is not on in this room. Are you cold? Oh, I'm good. Okay, girl. I'm a little chilly, but it's all good. You know, my friends, my teeth are chattering. Um, y'all have a great week. We will see you back next week. We have another special guest for you. So Yay. you guys are going to love it. Yes, you're going to love her. And we hope that you love the episode. And then we're going to talk about Advent. So Ooh, it's almost here. It's so good. I can't wait. Thank you for what you do. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Everyone have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.